Welcome to Secondary, voices and topics from today's high school students. I'm your host, Major, and in the studio with me today is Miss Christy Goldberg. How are you doing? I'm doing well, doing well. Um, Christy is not a high school student. She's actually a faculty member here, and uh, but this is part of our adoption story, the series that we've been doing, and so welcome. Thank you. It's really fun to be here. <laughs> good, good. So you are adopted, and I know you've told me your story before, but I have, yeah. for, the, for the sake of our audience, would you mind telling us your story? Not at all. I've shared my story with... Um, most of my classes throughout the years, I can't think of one that I haven't, just because I think it's important that uh, any kids out there who are adopted or have questions about that, that they they know that they can come to me and ask me questions if they have any. Um, I have always known I was adopted. I remember going to a doctor when I was about eight years old, and the the doctor asked my mom some questions about family history. And she said, well, we don't know. She's adopted. And that was no surprise to me. So I've always known that I was adopted. And I think for me, that has been that has been a very good thing. I never had to have some big awakening or, Mm -hmm. you know, wonder where I came from or anything like that. I always knew Um, my story is pretty funny. I course everything in my life is fairly funny if those (laughs) anyone who's out there listening to this knows that I like to find humor and everything so um, my parents my mom had a hysterectomy when she was 21 so from the time that they were married they knew that they would not be able to have kids and so it was always assumed that they would adopt and when my mom was about 27 I want to say 26 or 27 they said okay let's go ahead and put in for adoption And so they did in Colorado. And this was back in 1972. And it was, yeah, this is a long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) And so they were told at the time it could be up to three years before they even 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 back then they were told, you know, don't get your hopes up. They were approved and everything. You know, they had the home visit, everything. But they were told don't don't start planning anything because it could be three years. So... Just be patient. We'll get to you. Mm -hmm. Well, about three months later, (laughs) (laughs) my my dad got a call. And he now says that he thinks that it was because there was a woman at the adoption agency who knew him and wanted to get things pushed through before she retired. Oh, okay. And so he thinks she put them to the top of the list. Okay. But anyway, he was at school, and he got a call. He was a teacher. My mom was a teacher as well. And he got a call, and they said, hey, Mr. Clay, congratulations. We've got a baby girl for you. You can come get her tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) And he said, oh, (laughs) okay. And he called my mom at school and, you know, told her to, we're getting a baby girl tomorrow. And they had nothing. They had not prepared for a baby at all. (laughs) They were told it was going to be three years, you know. So my favorite part of the story really comes in after that. My dad went back to his class. I think he was teaching fifth grade at the time. And the kids were curious, you know, why he had been pulled out of class. And he said, well, we're adopting a baby girl. We're going to get her tomorrow. And they all said, well, what's her name? (laughs) And he said, I don't know. We haven't even thought about names. And 
he said that they that he mentioned to them that they had thought about Christopher for a boy, but they hadn't really thought about girls' names. They hadn't prepared. Mm-hmm. There was nothing ready. Um, so he went to lunch and he told all his friends and everybody was very excited for him. And when he, now remember this is 1972. Right. Okay. So when he came back from lunch, somehow those kids, those fifth grade kids had gotten a hold of all of their parents and the parents had brought in a party. Oh, wow. And when he walked into the room, there were cookies, there were streamers, there was, you know, and juice and whatever. (laughs) And on the board was written, Welcome, Christina Lynn Clay. And so that's what they named me. So the kids actually named me based off of Christopher, and I don't know where Lynn came from, but that was my name. So that that, w- that wasn't a name that he's thought, well, maybe Christopher Lee or anything, just no, Christopher nope, Lynn. No, nope, Christopher Lynn and, or, Christ- or Christina Christine. Lynn. Yeah, okay. Christopher <laughs> and Lynn, that was, that was what they named me. So they, uh, wow. yeah, which I just think is such a cool story. I, yeah. love, I love that part of my story. Um, so then, you know, then they had to get ready for a baby and my dad calls it the 24 hour pregnancy because they had 24 <laughs> hours to get ready for a newborn. Neither of them had any experience with a newborn baby. I was five weeks old when, when wow. I was adopted. So he tells the story that they got together with some friends of theirs that had just had a baby and they went to Kmart and they said, we don't know what we need. And so these friends were like, one of them handed my dad a baby bathtub and said, hold this. And then they just started throwing things in the baby bathtub of what they were going to need. My mom always says that she tried to feed me green beans the first night that they got me. Um, and I was five weeks old. And you're not, <laughs> <laughs> you're not supposed to feed a five-week-old green beans. No. <laughs> She didn't know. And, but anyway, so the mm. next day they went down to Denver to the courthouse and wow. and they got me. And my dad is such a funny guy. And I'm, I'm leaving my mom out of this a lot, which is too bad. My mom passed away a couple of years ago. And she was also, of course, very, very excited. But my dad is the storyteller of our family. And he says they walked out of the courthouse and he was holding me. And uh, my mom was walking with them. Of course, they were just very excited and there were some people walking in <laughs> and he looked at him and he he held me up and he says look what they're giving away in there <laughs> so, <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> so, you better get one before they're, they're all gone <laughs> i wouldn't get one free but no so then you know that was that's my adoption story and i've always known it the one thing my mom said to me that i'll that i'll never ever forget and that i as I've gotten older, I I know she was saying it to make me feel better about being adopted. Sure. But I also know that in my life I, I think things happen for reasons and I'm I'm spiritual in my own way and and but she always told me, Christy, you don't need to worry about being adopted. She said, Being adopted is a great thing. Because all those other parents, they get stuck with their kids. But we got to choose you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when I was little, I know that was to make me feel better sure. about it. But as I get older and now that I've lost my mom, I, I think they did choose me. And I think I chose them. And yeah. it's a beautiful story. Oh, so That is a, that is a, a beautiful story. <laughs> uh, thank, you for, thank you for sharing that. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's amazing that the fifth graders named you. Yeah, I tried to do that with my own kids. I was like, well, maybe my classes can name my kids, you know. I told them the stories, Uh 
especially with Megan. And I thought, well, maybe they can come up with a good name because I could not come up with a good name for a girl. I was just really struggling. And so I posed it to them, but all they could come up with is their own name with Ina on the end of it. So it was like Garina. (laughs) (laughs) Scott Ina. Scott Ina. (laughs) And then I was like, none of these are working for me. (laughs) So that didn't work out. I had to do it on my own. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. And and I wonder, like, when your dad, one, 1972, no cell phones, no texting. Those Mm-mm. kids got, fifth fifth graders got a hold of their parents. Yeah. And, and they showed up with. And he with, doesn't know how. He went away to lunch. He went to lunch. Yeah. So they must have gone to the office and yeah. gotten on the phone and started a phone Everybody tree. Just, I have yeah, no idea. Exactly. But. Uh, but when he walked in back into the room, I mean, your name just must have sounded like home. Like, that's. That's that's her name. Well, you know? that, that's what they decided. Oh, I mean, so I just cool. think it's really cool. My mom's name was Linda, and so we wonder if the kids kind of got that mixed up mm. a little bit and thought her name might be Lynn. Okay. And so I think maybe that's where it came from, but he didn't know. Yeah. I, we know where the Christina came from, but um, yeah. Ah, that's cool. One of the things that we talk about um, with my students who've been on the podcast about adoption is just one their story and their identity and. And some of them, you know, have had issues with, with identity. Um, and, and some don't, you know, they're like, no, you know, I'm, I'm just a teenager. Um, and, and through our adoption classes and all the studies and stuff that we've done, because 1972, it was still a lot of closed adoptions. It, mine is a closed adoption. I have one piece of paper that we got from the adoption agency that states that my my birth mother was 20 mm-hmm. when I was born and it says that she was five, four and liked dancing, I think was pretty much what was on there, you know? Um, and it said that my birth father was 18 and yeah. was blonde. So okay. I don't know, like that's pretty yeah. much what I know. Yeah. Um, and I've always been okay with that. My brother struggled a little bit with that. He struggled with not knowing. So you have a sibling who's... I do, who's yeah. also adopted from okay. different adoption agency. No right. No genetic relation. Right. Um, and he struggled with it. He, he felt angry at times in his life that he felt abandoned. Yeah. I never felt that way. To me, I always... I always tried to put myself, as I got older, into my birth mother's shoes. Mm-hmm. Here you are, 20 years old. You've got this 18-year-old father. I mean, <laughs> that's legitimately not going to work, right? Like, <laughs> that's just not going to work. And I put myself in her shoes, and I think, what would I do? And to me, her decision, because I imagine, and I have to make it all up since I don't know, I imagine she was kind of in the situation by herself. Yeah. And she had to make a hard decision and she decided to give a baby away. And I don't know how anyone could make that decision. I've had two kids of my own. I have no idea. I, it was so hard. I I am. So I'm very grateful to her. I think she, she did that out of love, not Mm -hmm. out of anything else. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's what, you know, we, um, we want to, I guess, kind of, I guess just like put out there and, and state that uh, when a woman or even a, like a young couple, you know, that let's say that they are young and they, they can't take care of a kid, they're, they're entrusting someone else uh, to be a good steward with their child. And that's a, that takes a lot of courage. Oh, I mean, the, the bond that you have when you, when you are able to have a baby and, and 
even if it's unplanned, I know I've talked to kids that have unplanned pregnancies, unplanned babies. There's a bond. Um, and giving that gift away is very difficult. I, I have students who have chosen to give babies away, you know, as, as a gift to somebody else. I've also had students who have kept them and it's been very hard. And I have students who have kept their babies and they've made it work. There's so many different choices to be made, you know, and I have students who have chosen to terminate pregnancies as well. And all of those choices involve so much mental anguish, you know, and so, so much. I just have empathy on all sides of that, I guess is what I would say. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so you have a brother. Yes. Mom and dad. Is it just the two of you? It's just the two of us. Okay. I think he was enough. <laughs> <laughs> is it, I'm assuming he's older. I mean, no, uh, younger. He's younger, younger, he's younger than I am. Yes. <laughs> uh, um, one of the things my wife and I hope uh, is that we can have somewhat of an open relationship with the, the birth mom. You know, uh-huh. it, it'll, a lot of factors vary in whether she wants to or or whatever, but, uh, and one of the things we've learned is that, like, you at eight or younger knew you were adopted, and we've, the studies and the statistics say that's what's healthiest for everybody. Right. You know, if you can kind of guide your your child along, knowing that they were chosen, that they were adopted, there's a birth mother, and then there's your, you know, your parents, and, um, and so, but yeah, so we, that's where we are. But um, I would encourage that it, it, as a old lady now looking back on it, you know, I, I suppose if I, if I wanted to put the time into it and the energy into it, I could probably figure out where my birth family is. And, you know, my, yeah. we, my brother and I talk about that. When I turned 18, my mom said, you know, you're 18 if you, if you want to try to find out. And I think she used the term real parents, which thinking back, you know, those terms have changed so much over the years because they're not my real parents. My, my parents are my parents, you know? Um, and Nate and I both have talked about that and he's grown up a lot since he was feeling angry about it. And Mm -hmm. for me, there's no need. I, I've always said that, um, if I had family come looking for me that said, we know that you exist or because it's very possible that I, that nobody knows that I exist besides my birth mother. That's entirely True. possible. Right. Yeah. She may have not told the, the father. Absolutely. Yeah. At that time, she may have gone away to a home. She may have, I mean, that there's a lot of things that could have happened. So to open up any wounds to me never seems like a good idea. Right. Um, but I always said if she wanted to come and find me or if she had other kids that decided they needed to come and find me or whatever, that I would welcome that because I would want her to see that her decision was a good one. Sure. You know, I yeah. turned out all right. Yeah. So yeah, you, yeah, you did. <laughs> you know, yeah, so, you did. and I think a large part of that is that I know I'm lucky. I know that there's a lot of kids who grow up in homes where they aren't wanted. I was wanted. Yeah. And it wasn't perfect. I mean, no home is no home is, no. but certainly I was wanted. I yeah. never, I never doubted that. That's cool. So gosh, I don't have a follow up question uh, that we could just end right there and be done. It's up to you. I'm <laughs> no, an open book. So. I know. And so, th- and so thank you for coming in and talking. Um, hmm, I'm trying to think anything else we need to know about Ms. Goldberg's story. Um, 
You so have. my laugh, I don't know where I got it from. I don't know if it's genetic or <laughs> what it is. So genetic or learned. <laughs> I've asked many science teachers over the years, you know, is laughter genetic or learned behavior? My mom had a crazy laugh, but it wasn't like mine. So um, <laughs> I don't know where it comes from. I find that to be interesting. I have signed up for Ancestry DNA. And oh, there's, fun. yeah, just because I wanted to see what my genetic background is. Yeah. Um, haven't come across anybody that's close enough that I would say, yeah, maybe I'll reach out to this person. There's a lot of third and fourth cousins out there, but yeah. um, my background is very boring. I, I'm from like Wales. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, but, but I don't know. That's, that's huh. as far as my questioning has gone is, you know, what is my genetic yeah. DNA background? Okay. They're probably making a clone of me somewhere right now. <laughs> Just for your laughter. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Would I have the same laughter if you made a clone Ooh. of me? See, this is the stuff with that's being what I, adopted yeah. that I often do think about. Right. That's science that needs to be put to oh, the test. Oh, and right that's there. one other thing that I will say. When I had my own kids, that was really fun for me because I've never had anyone that looked like me. Oh, um, yeah, you know, like yeah. we we kind of we didn't we didn't look so different that anyone would assume we were uh, we were adopted. But I've never had anyone who had the same like facial features or the right. same mannerisms or anything mm -hmm. like that and having my own kids that's been kind of fun to see my daughter looks exactly like me she yeah. she's just a little mini christy and it's really fun <laughs> so that part was that part is kind of interesting so how old are your kids my son is 17 okay and he's here at thompson valley and my daughter's 13 okay. and she'll be here next year well and you're not an old lady we're the same age i know but i feel really old well, sometimes it just depends on it's mostly because of my um, parkour business. This, this is true. Yeah. That so. will wear you out quick. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, that's awesome. Hey, thank you so much for coming in and sharing this. This is this is probably the best podcast yet. Oh, well. I'm just kidding. Kids, I'm sure all kids. the kids are amazing. <laughs> I want to thank you for putting it out there in the open because I think a lot of times – um, even today, adoption is kind of a closed off subject and it doesn't need to be, no. it can really be talked about very openly. It's oh, yeah. a wonderful thing. And, um, so I think it's great that you're, you're sharing your experience as you go through it as a parent and that you get to hear all these kids viewpoints too. Thank so. you. Thank you. Hopefully my beard masks my tears and my, my crying. But I know, no. I'm a little teary too. I, I don't know. know why. It's a, it's a, Hey, it's. Nothing wrong with being wanted and sharing your story. <laughs> and those are all very good things. And yes. so, but uh, yeah, thanks for coming on today. You're this is, this has been great. And, and, and you're our first like adult. I mean, I've, really? had, I've had some kids over 18, but you know, you're, but you're I'm my like first adult. The old, first old person. First old person. On there. That's awesome. Yep. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Maybe you'll get more. Absolutely. Oh yeah. I'm going to have, uh, I'm going to have some of the uh, admin come in and talk to you. So. Perfect. Yeah, well, All right. Well, well, thanks for inviting me. I really appreciate it. And um, I'm happy to come back anytime. Okay. Thank you very much. Guys, this has been another adoption story. Um, I want to thank Christy for coming in today. And uh, yeah, we're on all of the all the platforms. If you're looking to listen to secondary, uh, check us out on everything. We're iTunes, Spotify, all that good stuff. But until next time, hey, keep listening. Thanks, guys. Peace.